Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and Happy New Year 2024. I'm finally up and running on Blog Talk. Oh, my gosh. They were down for a little over two weeks with some kind of hack, and now they have fixed it. So I really had planned on giving you all this heads up in the week before the beginning of the year, but better late than never. It's one whopper of a year. So I'm going to do this show a little bit differently. Um, I don't want to do a huge general overview and then go back and go through each sign. What I'm going to do is go, you know, uh, influence by influence, the major ones that are standing out this year, there are 10. And um, then as I hit each one, I'll tell you how it will affect all 12 signs. And that way we can keep it fluid and keep it moving. And hopefully <laughs> you'll get a lot more out of it. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm a little coffee today because um, the dogs woke me up at the crack of you know what. Uh, they're just hyper little turds. And <laughs> so uh, I'm just not like caught up yet. Uh, I'm a little off. But here we go. Let's look at what's happening. So we're number one, the first thing we're going to look at in the new year are the eclipses. They're always the most powerful influence uh, for kind of bringing major endings in certain areas of life with the lunar eclipses and or big, powerful new starts where we're going to get more boost from the cosmos to really launch into what comes next, whether it's brand new or taking what we're already involved with forward. And, you know, in this particular year, we have an outstanding eclipse, the one on April 8th, which is at 19 degrees of Aries. And I think going to be the most impactful of the eclipses. Um, This is the one, the great American eclipse that happened in 2017 and crossed America going one direction. This is the second one now at the end of the seven years coming to cross it and bisect it into four quarters uh, on April 8th. Now, there can be a eclipse trigger date, which would occur on March 11th, so it may there may be some inklings of what's going to happen on March 11th of this year, um, or it may actually happen that early. But I think April is going to be the month to watch. And so this is a new moon solar eclipse. It's about big, huge new beginnings. When it comes to let me pull it up here. Um, <clears throat> oh, I guess I got rid of it. Shoot. Um, Okay, hold on. I'm going to pull it up because I want to definitely tell you guys about this. When it comes to the United States um, chart, oh, hold on. I guess I'm not super quick with this, but I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. Um, There we go. Now find the U.S. And... There we go. Okay. So when it comes to the U.S. chart, Eclipse is at 19 degrees, and the U.S. has their Chiron at 20. Their Chiron is in a T-square, a very highly charged frictional pattern from Chiron to Pluto to Mercury, and it sits opposing Saturn. So it's definitely going to bring something that will be incredibly memorable. This could be, you know, drawing us into some kind of conflict. It could be conflict here on our soil. It could be um, that April is when we see some kind of big uh, overturning of something with a leader uh, that's playing out. Um, 
it plays out across the U.S.'s financial access. So maybe that's, you know, the month when we're going to see some kind of shakeup with what's happening, you know, with our currency, excuse me, or with Wall Street or the banks or something like that. April is so huge because this gives us two weeks where something huge is being introduced for each of us individually, but then on the grander scale like this. And then April also is the month that is going to host Jupiter and Uranus coming together in Taurus. And so when those two powerful outer planets merge, on the 21st, this is a brand new start with them as well. Jupiter taking something really big, Uranus being something sudden and, you know, suddenly changing, shaking things up, uh, introducing new innovations. This could involve digital or big tech or the Internet or, you know, the collective or big groups of people, gatherings, things like that. You know, Jupiter can bring in, you know, travel or foreign affairs or belief systems or, politics or education, media, things playing out on the media at that time, um, legal matters, marketing, that kind of thing. So combined, April is our first major, major month of shakeups. Now, um, the other eclipses are going to, and, you know, I should say, (laughs) on a personal level, incredibly powerful for us to launch forward with something that is personal to us or involves us physically being involved and where we're directing ourselves. The next, the other eclipse in Aries happening in the year 2024 is on October 2nd. It is also a solar eclipse at 10 degrees. And this one as well will launch us forward. We're going to get two opportunities in this year. Then there are two lunar eclipses, one um, on March 25th, which is at 5 Libra. This is bringing something to a head with a relationship. This could be partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, enemies, uh, advocates, anything, you know, any serious one-on-ones, right? So we're wrapping things up, marking endings, or maybe having some kind of breakthrough in those realms. And then the other lunar eclipse is on September 17th, and this one is in Pisces at 25 degrees. And so at that point, you know, bringing something to a culmination when it has to do with institutions or research and investigations or anything going on through, um, you know, secretive or behind-the-scenes kind of scenarios or with your artistic, romantic, or spiritual pursuits. Um, So those big emotional turning points are going to define the year overall for all of us. And, again, we'll see some big, uh, you know, we'll see some national and some global things playing out. Now, as we look at the signs, you know, for Aries, those two solar eclipses in Aries on um, April 8th and October 2nd are just about you launching yourself forward. You want to focus on what you want to get involved in with your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, or your own personal needs. It gives you incredible momentum. For Taurus, you're putting yourself in there personally or physically, and it's playing out behind the scenes. So you might be involved in something artistic, romantic, or spiritual that launches you forward at this point. Or you might be involved with institutions, research and development. Or perhaps you're ready to kick a bad habit habit or addiction or deal with something secretive. And so this helps you launch forward at those two eclipses. Gemini, this is going to be playing out as you are pursuing 
pursuing your interests and launching yourself forward, it can give you a big boost online with friends, with groups, um, with astrology or charities or events or parties or gatherings. Also, Jim and I really helping you get in there and go for your aspirations or your original projects. For cancer, it is at the top of the chart for you guys. So those two eclipses are definitely going to help you launch yourself forward with major personal goals, with your career, your status, your fame, or with anything having to do with a boss, a parent, a judge, a director, or any other kind of authority figure. For Leo, it's going to be launching you forward personally, physically getting involved in any travel or distant situations, any legal or educational pursuits, uh, anything with media, marketing, um, ceremonies, or anything with religion or politics. So definitely kind of going for your beliefs in those uh, at those two times. For Virgo, this is putting yourself in there and launching yourself forward on a personal or physical level. This can be about your sex life and really a strong attraction that picks up and kicks off during these times. It could be reproductive if you're trying or you're thinking about having kids. Um, this could be about a divorce if you're ready to uh, eclipse something out to give yourself that new identity through the divorce. It could be about something financial that you're dealing with, like a loan, debt, inheritance, taxes, insurance, investments, etc. cetera. Um, it could be about third-party stories that you're involved in at that time. For Libra, those two solar eclipses in Aries are going to help you guys get a big boost forward on a personal or physical level through clients, partners, uh, specialists, agents, attorneys, any of these key relationships that can um, help you move forward in what it is you want for yourself. For Scorpio, it's launching yourself forward in some big way um, on the work front, or with health or animals or paperwork that you're signing at this time or anything going on with coworkers or hired help. For Sagittarius, it's going to be really launching you guys forward, getting you to pursue your interests and move yourself into what you want next. When it comes to creative endeavors, the kids, your love life and or a lover or anything recreational that you're getting into. For Capricorn, those two solar eclipses are going to help you guys launch forward on the home front with moves, renovations, real estate deals with family, parents, or roommates. For Aquarius, it's launching you forward with your ideas, uh, your writing, your sales, your meetings, your interviews, your offers. Also, Aquarius, there could be like a physical side to these two eclipses for you where you're ready to launch yourself into something new with brothers, sisters, neighbors, with uh, moves, with uh, vehicles, electronics, um, short trips, or local activities. For Pisces, those solar eclipses are going to be launching you forward in very powerful ways uh, involving how you're getting involved or what you're pursuing and, you know, with your name, brand, title, et cetera, having to do with income, um, having to do with purchases, products, or possessions. So the two lunar eclipses that bring the big climax or ending or breakthrough on March 25th and then September 17th. Um, for Aries, uh, the 
March 25th is bringing something to a climax with a relationship. So something big is culminating with partners, clients, specialist agents, etc. And the one on the 17th of September is bringing something to a big climax having to do with institutions, research, something artistic, romantic, or spiritual, or something having to do with bad habits, addictions, or secrets. For Taurus, those two lunar eclipses, the first one on March 25th brings a big climax for you around work, health, or animals, or involving paperwork, coworkers, or hired help. And the one on the fourth brings something to a head with friends, groups, gatherings, parties, something online with astrology, charities, or Taurus with your own aspirations. For Gemini, these lunar eclipses, the first one on March 25th brings something to a big climax for you with a lover, your love life, the kids, a creative project or recreational pursuit. And the one on September 17th brings something to a head with your career, a big personal goal or some higher up individual you're dealing with. For Cancer, these lunar eclipses are happening. Um, The first one on March 25th is bringing some kind of climax around your home, a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, or with family, parents, or roommates. And the one on September 17th is bringing a big climax with legal travel, educational, media, ceremonial, religious, or political themes that you're involved in. For Leo, these lunar eclipses bring uh, big climaxes, the first one on March 25th, uh, with some kind of offer or decision or talk or meeting or um, sale. And the one on the the 17th of September brings a major climax for you guys financially, sexually, reproductively, um, with divorce or third-party stories. For Virgo, these lunar eclipses, um, the one on March 25th is bringing some kind of big climax around income purchases or products, and the one on September 17th is relationship-oriented, so you've got some kind of big wrap-up and ending or celebration and achievement happening at that point um, that involves a client, your partner, your specialist, your agent, your attorney, your competitor, your advocate, or someone like that. For Libra, the lunar eclipses, the one on March 25th, this is in your sign. So there is something you've been working on about yourself, your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity that is now finally wrapping up, coming through, celebrated, ending, whatever it is in your situation. And then on September 17th, we have the big lunar eclipse in Libra's zone of work, health, and animals, as well as coworkers, hired help, and paperwork. So you have something very big resolving around that. (coughs) Excuse me, for Scorpio, um, the lunar eclipses are bringing the big climaxes, endings, achievements as things peak. And so the one on March 25th for you is about bad habits or addictions, secrets or deceptions, institutions, research, a period of recuperation, or something having to do with your artistic, romantic, or spiritual life. And the one on September 17th involves the kids, a lover, your creative endeavor, or something recreational. For Sagittarius, these lunar eclipses 
um, are going to bring these big climactic moments for you as you wrap things up or as you break through in some way. And so the one on March 25th is uh, going to involve friends, groups, the Internet, astrology, charities, parties, events, or gatherings, or something about your original projects or aspirations. And then the one on September 17th is bringing a big climax for you at home with family moves, renovations, real estate deals, a parent or roommate situation. For Capricorn, these lunar eclipses are bringing these big moments, the big uh, breakthroughs or endings as things culminate. Uh, The one on March 25th is on your career midheaven, so you have something really big happening for you at that point on the career front or with a big personal goal or with a boss, parent, judge, director, or other authority figure in your life. And then the one on September 17th is bringing some kind of really big offer or news or meeting or talk or uh, something with sales or writing or moves. It also could involve siblings, neighbors, vehicles, electronics, short trips, so something big, uh, climaxing event. For Aquarius, the lunar eclipses are going to bring something to a head for you. The first one on March 25th having to do with legal agreements, travel plans, distant situations, uh, education, media, ceremonies, religion, or politics. And the one on September 17th bringing something to a climax involving your income, your purchases, your products, your possessions, or your values. For Pisces, these lunar eclipses are going to bring big culminating moments for you guys. The first one on March 25th, happy playing out in your financial house. So some kind of, you know, big loan payoff or breakthrough or something going on with your insurance or taxes or investments or settlements or alimony or child support or you know, whatever the financial topic might be for you. Um, It could also equally just be something that is climaxing for you, no pun intended, in your sex life or with a reproductive need or a divorce or any third-party stories you're involved in. And then the one on September 17th is in your sign, Pisces. So this is a very big moment at the, in the beginning of fall there where the spotlight is going to be on you and something big is happening about you or promoting you or having to do with your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, or your needs. All right, so those are our eclipses. Number two in this year ahead, we have the Mercury retrogrades, and they are going to predominantly be in fire. So Mercury retrogrades are asking us to rethink something, to slow down enough and stop going on the course we've been on so to refigure whatever is going on there. We're going to catch something we might have missed or we're going to take a break or back out of something altogether, or we're going to go back to the past and pick something back up and rework it, rekindle it, or we're going to rework that current situation. It's a do-over, okay? You guys have heard me say that a million times. And during the do-overs, when they are in fire, it means they're highly active. We're really passionate about what's going on here, and we really want to go, you know, have that talk, make that decision. And so we want to stay in flux, you know, while we're in it, um, because obviously things are shifting quite a great deal during this. Um, But then when we come out the other side of those Mercury retrogrades, then we will have figured something out and we'll be ready to make decisions moving forward. So 
these show up as obviously as we entered um, the year, we were still in Mercury retrograde. This would have made more sense for me to talk about this one. I'm not going to cover it for everybody since we've already gone through it now at the time the show's broadcasting. Um, but that one was uh, ending in Sagittarius. So let's do the ones that are actually going to be ahead of us now. We are going to have Mercury retrograde April 1st through the 25th. Again, another reason why April is going to be a crazy month, right? And so this one is retrograding in Aries. It's going to run from 27 to 15 degrees of Aries. We need to slow down and reassess something about our body, our image, our brand, our name, our title, our identity, what we're physically involved in, or what what our personal needs are in the story. And to that end, we might, you know, take a break. We might go back to the past. We might rework the current. It's a do-over. Then on August 5th, um, we have, through the 28th, I'm sorry, we have the next retrograde. And this one is going to start at four degrees of Virgo, but spend most of its retrograde in Leo, backing all the way down to 21 degrees of Leo. So, you know, this starts out with us reassessing something about our health or our work or our animals or what's happening with paperwork or coworkers or hired help. And then it backs into Leo where we're going to really want to readdress something with our love life or lover, with the kids, with something recreational or creative. And then the last Mercury retrograde is November 25th through December 15th, and we'll go from 22 degrees back to 6 degrees of Sagittarius, <laughs> and we just experienced that coming into the year, having some Sagittarius do-over, so again, we're going back into that. So at this point, we slow down, we go back to the past, we rework the current, we are in our do-over about what we want to do about travel or distance situations, legal or educational matters, media or marketing interests, ceremonies, religion or politics. So for Aries, the April retrograde in your sign is straight up about you. So you're readdressing something on a physical or personal level. For Taurus, it plays out in the 12th house. So you guys are readdressing something about yours pertains to addictions or bad habits, institutions, research, recuperative needs, or anything artistic, romantic, or spiritual. For Gemini, you are reassessing something about yourself as it pertains to your online involvement or your friends or group affiliations or what's going on with your own aspirations or original projects or with astrology or charities. For cancer, you're reassessing what you're doing on a personal or physical level and how that pertains to your career, your status, your fame, or what's going on with personal goals or higher-up authority figures. For Leo, the April Mercury retrograde is asking you to reassess something about yourself having to do um, with your belief system, your travel or distance situations, your learning curve or teaching, um, your legal contracts or media interests. For Virgo, it's asking you to reassess something going on financially, sexually, reproductively with divorce or third-party stories. For Libra, it's going to ask you to readdress something about yourself having to do with partners, clients, specialists, agents, or attorneys, or competitors, maybe. 
Uh, for Scorpio, it's asking you to readdress something about yourself having to do with work, health, or animals, or paperwork, coworkers, or hired help. For Sag, it's asking you readdress something involving creative endeavors, kids, your love life, lovers, or um, recreation. For Capricorn, it's asking you to readdress something involving you, your name, your title, your needs, having to do with home or real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, or roommates. For Aquarius, that April, uh, Mercury retrograde asked you to readdress something going on with talks, meetings, sales, writing, agreements, or decisions. For Pisces, it asks you to readdress something about yourself as it pertains to your income, purchases, or products. So it's really interesting to see that, you know, that is playing out in the same territory as the eclipse in April. So we have Mercury retrograde tackling these themes while we also have that eclipse energy launching forward. So uh, very powerful subjects for all of us. Now, the second Mercury retrograde from August 5th through the 28th um, that starts in Virgo and backs into Leo for Aries starts out with work, health, animals, paperwork, coworkers, or hired help, and then backs into what you're doing about love, kids, creative ventures, or recreation. Taurus starts out with love, kids, recreation, or creativity, and backs into what you're doing about home, family, moves, renovations, real estate deals, uh, parents, or roommates. For Gemini, starts out with home, family, parents, roommates, uh, moves, renovations, real estate deals, and backs into decisions, offers, agreements, sales, writing, um, siblings, neighbors, moves. Um, For cancer, it starts out in the talks, the meetings, the sales, the writing, the ideas, the decisions, and backs into what you're going to reassess about income, purchases, products, or possessions. For Leo, it starts out with a focus on purchases, products, possessions, or income, and then backs into you reassessing something about yourself specifically. For Virgo, it starts out with a focus on you, your body, your image, your brand, and then backs into the realm of institutions, research, artistic, romantic, or spiritual needs. For Libra, it starts out in the realm of institutions, uh, research, artistic, romantic, or spiritual needs, and backs into the social, the online, the aspirational side of your life. For Scorpio, it starts out in that social, online, and aspirational side, and then backs into career, status, fame, goals, and or authority figures. For Sag, it starts out with goals, fame, career, authority figures, and backs into um, travel, distant, legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political themes. For Capricorn, it starts out in religious, political, educational, legal, travel, uh, media realms, and then backs into financial, sexual, Uh, reproductive, divorce, or third-party situations. For Aquarius, it starts out in the financial, sexual, reproductive, divorce, or third-party arena and backs into your one-on-one zone with clients, partners, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, etc. For Pisces, it starts out with relationships, partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, etc., and backs into work, health, animals, paperwork, coworkers, or hired help. So big do-over through that period. And then the final Mercury retrograde is November 25th through December 15th, and it'll back through Sagittarius. So Aries, 
legal, travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, political, or religious themes. For Taurus, this plays out financially, sexually, or with third parties or divorce. For Gemini, this plays out with partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, competitors, or advocates. For cancer, it plays out through paperwork, hired help, coworkers, your job, your health, or your animals. For Leo, it plays out with lovers, kids, creative projects, or recreation. For Virgo, it plays out at home with family, moves, renovations, real estate, deals, parents, or roommates. For Libra, it plays out with talks, meetings, sales, writing, agreements, short trips, moves, or anything happening with siblings, neighbors, vehicles, or electronics. For Scorpio, it plays out with income, purchases, products, or possessions. For Sag, it plays out for you. It's about your you, your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title. For Capricorn, it plays out with institutions, research, recuperative time, or anything with artistic, romantic, or spiritual interests. For Aquarius, it plays out with your aspirations and original projects, your friends, your groups, or your online interests. For Pisces, it plays out with your career, your goals, um, your status, your fame, and or authority figures. So that's our do-over energy. Fire, again, is going to make it them very active, okay? All right, speaking of fire and active, number three for the year is Mars. Well, retrograde December 6th in 2024 so at the end of the year and be retrograde all the way until february 23rd of 2025 it is going to retrograde from six degrees of leo back to 17 degrees of cancer so we are going to be going back and readdressing our actions that we took or how we reacted or how our passions led us or our anger or fights made something happen. And we're going to reassess. Do we want to fix something there? Do we want to get better closure? Do we want to rework it and see if we can rekindle it? Okay. So in Leo, as it starts out, that's going to be about love, lovers, kids, creative ventures or recreation. And as it moves into cancer, that is going to be about home, moves, renovations, real estate deals, family, parents, or roommates. So Aries, straight up from December 6th to January 6th, you're in there trying to uh, get something reworked with a lover, the kids, a creative project or recreation. And then from January 6th to February 23rd with your home, your family, a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, a parent, a roommate. For Taurus, from December 6th to January 6th, it's all about doing something over or taking a break or reassessing something at home with moves, renovations, real estate deals, family, parents, or roommates. And then from January 6th to February 23rd, reassessing what's going, what you're going to do in your do-over with, <laughs> doing your do-over <laughs> with talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, or with brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. For Gemini, the Mars retrograde, December 6th through January 6th will really get you to get in there and reassess something that happened with a talk, a meeting, a sale, the writing agreements, or with brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, or electronics, or even short trips or local activities. And then from January 6th of 25 
to February 23rd of 25, uh, it goes into your income purchases, products, and possession zone. For cancer, the first part of the Mars retrograde, December 6th through January 6th, is about going in and, and either, you know, slowing down and reassessing or redoing something with your income, your purchases, your products, or possessions. And then it moves into your sign on January 6th of 2025 through February 23rd, where you will be then doing something about your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, or what you want to be involved in. Leo, from December 6th to January 6th, at the end of this coming year, or this year that we're into now, (laughs) um, this is about you. So um, getting in there and doing something about your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, what you're involved in, or what your personal needs are. And then from January 6th to February 23rd of 2025, it'll back into institutions, research, development, um, artistic, romantic, or spiritual needs. For Virgo, the Mars retrograde, the first part, December 6th of 2024 to January 6th of 2025, this is taking you back to reassess something with institutions, research, development, anything with artistic, romantic, or spiritual needs, or anything with um, addictions. And then from January 6th through February 23rd of 2025, this will be doing things over with friends, groups, the internet, astrology, charities, parties, events, or your own aspirations. For Libra, part of the Mars retrograde at the end of the year on December 6th up into January 6th of 2025 is going to be taking you back to uh, reassess or release or rework something with friends, groups, the internet, astrology, charities, parties, events, or gatherings, or with your own aspirations or original ideas. And then from January 6th through February 23rd of 2025, it will back into your career zone or your zone of big personal goals, status, fame, and or authority figures. For Scorpio, Mars will be taking you back to reassess something December 6th of 24 to January 6th of 25 with your career, your status, your fame, your big life goals, or an authority figure. And then the rest of the retrograde in 2025 from January 6th to February 23rd will take Scorpio back over something having to do with legal travel, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political themes. For Sagittarius, December 6th through January 6th at the end of this year and into the 2025, Mars is going to retrograde and take you back over some something involving travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political themes. And then the rest of the Mars retrograde in 2025 will run from January 6th to February 23rd and take you back over financial, sexual, reproductive, divorce, or third-party topics. For Capricorn, um, the first part of the Mars retrograde will be taking you back to revisit something financial, sexual, reproductive, divorce, or third-party oriented. This is from December 6th of 24 to January 6th of 25. And then the rest of the Mars retrograde from January 6th to February 23rd of 25 will be taking Capricorn um, into do-over mode with partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, or advocates. For Aquarius, the first part of the Mars retrograde from December 6th at the end of this year until January 6th of 25 is a do-over involving partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates. And then in 2025, the rest of the Mars retrograde will back from January 6th through February 23rd through your zone of work and health, animals, paperwork, coworkers, or hired help. 
For Pisces, um, the first part of the Mars retrograde, December 6th of 24 to January 6th of 25, is taking you back to redo something having to do with work, health, animals, paperwork, coworkers, or hired help. And then the last part of the Mars retrograde from January 6th through February 23rd, of 2025 will be focused on do-over with your love life or a lover, the kids, a creative decision, or something recreational. All right. (laughs) We're three down. (laughs) Taking a drink of my coffee. Jupiter is going to spend part of the year in Taurus and part of the year in Gemini. So from January 1st until May 25th, We are running out the end of Jupiter in Taurus. Jupiter in Taurus, you know, we're seeing big things happen with land and with gold. And we're seeing big things happen with our purchases, our products, our possessions, and or our income. And if we're not seeing those big things happen there, Jupiter is pushing us in a direction towards getting us closer to that. So, you know, does something need to go? Do you need to do something differently? This is an expansive energy, and it wants to help us go bigger in these realms. So for Aries, it's about your income, your purchases, your products, your possessions. Taurus, it's about how you're doing this through your image, your brand, your name, your body, how you're showing up for this, right, and focusing on that. For Gemini, it's playing out behind the scenes through research, development, institutions, or something artistic, romantic, or spiritual. For cancer, it's playing out through friends, groups, the Internet, astrology, charities, parties, events, or your own aspirations. For Leo, it's at the top of the chart. It's about your status, your fame, your big life goals, your career, and or authority figures. For Virgo, it's about your beliefs and how to expand. You know, it's in Jupiter's house, right? So for Virgo, this is about legal, travel, educational, distant, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, political themes. For Libra, it's playing out uh, financially, loans, debt, inheritance, taxes, insurance, investments, settlements, alimony, child support, or some other, maybe a partner's money. Um, Also, Libra, playing out in your sex life, reproductive life, with divorce or third-party stories. For Scorpio, it's playing out in your relationship house. Huge time for partnerships, for clients, for specialists, for agents, for attorneys, um, for advocates. For Sagittarius, playing out around your work, your health, your animals, your paperwork, coworkers, hired help. For Capricorn, playing out through creative endeavors, your kids, your love life, slash a lover, or anything recreational. For Aquarius, playing out at home with moves, renovations, real estate deals with family, parents, roommates. For Pisces, playing out with your talks, your ideas, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your meetings. Also, Pisces, playing out through brothers, sisters, neighbors, uh, through moves, through vehicles, through electronics, through short trips or your community, your neighborhood. So a lot of potential there. Now, as I talked about how big April is going to be on April 21st, we have Jupiter and Uranus coming together in those territories I just listed for all of you guys. So that particular day, or even the day leading up to it, as we build into this, 
there can be something really big added to the story, something that takes all of this bigger suddenly, excitingly, shockingly. There can be something involving foreign or distant or travel. There can be something involving legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, political in that story that I just defined for each sign. Now, the rest of the year, Jupiter is moving into Gemini. So May 25th of 2024 through the rest of the year and then into 2025 until June 9th. So where is the big growth going to come from? The luck, the prosperity, the happiness, or the drive towards that for each of the signs? Well, I mean, before I say each of the signs, I should say in Gemini, it's coming through ideas. It's coming through talks and meetings it's coming through sales through writing um it's coming through um our moves our local community activities our neighborhood our neighbors our siblings it's coming through short trips to nearby places it's coming through uh vehicles or electronics so there's a lot there right so jupiter really wants to help take this bigger first time in 12 years here And so for Aries, it's about that, right, as the first sign, how you are really starting to broaden your horizons through your ideas, through the people you meet, the talks you have, the interviews, the auditions, through what's happening with your writing, your sales, what's happening with your siblings or neighbors, what's happening with uh, vehicles, electronics, moves, you know. Um, So definitely start to look for that kicking in. For Taurus, it is going to move into your income zone, your purchases, your products, your possessions. So we see big growth starting there. For Gemini, it's in your sign. It's your year, babe. (laughs) You guys are going to be really seeing what the possibilities are to expand your horizons personally, physically, by focusing on what it is you want or what's happening with your body, your brand, your image, your name, your title, your identity. For Cancer, it is moving into your 12th house of art, music, painting, poetry, film, your house of romance, of spirituality, of psychic abilities, of um, tackling bad habits or addictions or dealing with secrets or what's going on with institutions or research and development. For Leo, it's moving into your zone of uh, friends and associates and groups and gatherings and parties and events and what you're doing online and what you're doing with your own aspirations or original projects. Um, For Virgo, it is moving into your zone of career status and fame. It's also in the zone of your personal life goals and anything happening with authority figures, which could be bosses, parents, judges, directors, producers, mentors, or such. (laughs) For Libra, it's moving into your realm of travel, distant interests, uh, foreign people or influences, legal agreements, educational pursuits, whether you're learning or teaching, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, ceremonies, religion, and or politics, moving into your house of financial interests, your sex life, reproductive life, divorce, or third-party influences, For Sagittarius, it's moving into your relationship zone, big things on the horizon with partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates. For Capricorn, it's moving into your zone of work and health, of animals, paperwork, coworkers, and hired help. For Aquarius, it's moving into your zone of true love and lovers, children, creative endeavors, and recreation. 
And for Pisces, it's moving into your realm of home, real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, or roommates. All right, so number five. Number five is Saturn, and Saturn is where we deal with time and work and effort and the serious stuff in life, responsibilities, endings, commitments, limits. It tests us, but it helps us master some new level of influence. It's in Pisces this year. And the change that it will make is that it's spending from January 1st to March 1st in the first deacon of Pisces, which is very specifically Pisces oriented. (laughs) And then it moves into the second deacon, which has more of a cancer influence on what is happening here, which may mean we get into more of what we're emotionally driven to deal with or what's happening with home or family or moves or renovations or real estate deals or parents or roommates in the equation, okay? So it's a two-part of first part, specifically just what I'm going to talk about here with it being in Pisces. Second 10 months is really going to then add the cancer themes to it. So Saturn in Pisces is helping us take the dream into reality and show us where our dreams may be a little too (laughs) foo-foo and we need to ground ourselves a bit more. And it is helping us, you know, get serious about the art, about the um, spirituality in our life, about our romantic life. It is helping us get serious about bad habits or addictions, secrets or deceptions, water issues, boundary issues. It's asking us to really look at what we need to do with uh, research, investigations, institutions. It also can be a karmic period that we are in in this year when it comes to these serious sides of life. So there may be past life people coming or going. There may be past life ideas or situations popping up. So we really want to take our responsibilities seriously and see how we might master some new level of proficiency in these artistic, romantic, or spiritual realms, or how we're researching or what we're doing with these institutions. So Aries is all about getting serious about anything karmic, romantic, artistic, or spiritual in your life, anything psychic, anything with bad habits, addictions, or secrets, or anything with research, investigations, or institutions. For Taurus, it is about involving friends, groups, the internet, astrology, charities, parties, events, your aspirations, or original projects around this. For Gemini, it's about finding your major life goal or something with your career status or fame or something with a higher up individual as you work through this. For cancer, it's playing out through travel, relocation, distant situations, legal agreements, education, media, marketing, ceremonies, religion, or politics. For Leo, it will play out through financial realms or in your sex life or reproductive life or with mortality or divorce or third-party stories. For Virgo, it plays out in your one-on-one contacts through partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates. For Libra, it plays out through work, health, animals, paperwork, coworkers, hired help. For Scorpio, it plays out in the creative field, recreationally, with kids or a lover. With Sagittarius, it plays out 
at home with moves, renovations, real estate deals, family, parents, or roommates. For Capricorn, it plays out through talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, or agreements. It also, Capricorn, may play out with siblings, neighbors, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. For Aquarius, it plays out around your values or how you're being valued. It plays out around your income, purchases, products, or possessions. And Pisces, it plays out around you, your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity, the things you want to be involved in that inspire and or your personal needs. All right, so number six in our new year. All right, we have Uranus, okay? So (laughs) Uranus, sudden, exciting changes, uh, revolution, reinvention, innovation. You know, it's quirky, it's crazy, it's and, and, you know, it's helping us uh, get out of any ruts and get some fresh air in there, right? And so Uranus is going to spend the year in Taurus. And so, you know, we are really looking to do that around um, what's going on with our land, our food, our income, our purchases, our products, our possessions, our gifts, um, our values, how we're being valued, what's happening, um, you know, with the things we're building or with our pleasures. So, you know, there's a lot of kind of crazy uh, high vibrational energy around these themes Um, we might see some of this playing out through Uranus online or through groups or with friends or you know as we are pursuing our original projects or aspirations and there will be the second major event field of the year is tied to Uranus and is going to play out July 6th through the 16th, which I'll talk to you here in just a second about. Let me go through the signs first. So Aries, you know, the the reinvention and innovation and changes need to happen with your income purchases, products, or possessions, or how you're valuing yourself. For Taurus, it's about what's going on with your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, and how you're reinventing yourself. For Gemini, it's what's going on behind the scenes through development, through research with institutions, or with bad habits, addictions, secrets, uh, your artistic, romantic, or spiritual life. Um, And I should also say psychic, you know, the veil between worlds, you might be having some moments there. (laughs) For cancer, it's about your aspirations, your original projects, your friends, your groups, um, the online interests that you're involved in, astrology, charities, parties, events, or gatherings. For Leo, it is about your career, your status, your fame, or it's about your big personal goals, what's happening with a parent, a boss, a director, mentor, some other authority figure. For Virgo, it's about travel, legal, distant, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, ceremonial, religious, or political themes. Oh, I, you know, I get these images. I'm just seeing a Virgo running off to Bora Bora, you know, for that wedding ceremony. <laughs> Hopefully it's more like, oh, you guys are jumping into something really, really, uh, you know, creative. Anyways, Libra. Well, I mean, that could be good, but, you know, I don't know. All right, so Libra, 
uh, it's happening around your financial life, your sex life, your reproductive life with a divorce or third party situation. For Scorpio, it's relationship oriented. So all the excitement or shockers or sudden changes or reinvention is happening through partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, advocates, competitors. Um, For Sagittarius, it's happening through your work, your health, your animals, paperwork, coworkers, or hired help. For Capricorn, it's your love life or a lover, your creative projects, recreation, or uh, creative endeavors, or the kids. I don't know if, if I said one of those twice. Sorry. For Aquarius, it is home, family, moves, renovations, real estate deals, parents, family, um, roommates. For Pisces, it's your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews. It's also possibly involves siblings, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. Now, this energy, between July 6th and the 16th, we have a very provocative combination happening in the astrological sky. If there is going to be some kind of sudden attack or shocking change, you know, suddenly to the systems, I would believe that this would be when it would happen between July 6th and 16th, Mars and sit upon Uranus as they sit upon the fixed star Algol. Algol is the fixed star in the zodiac um, considered the most negative. It's, it's, the ancients called it a piling up of bodies. They called it, you know, the beheading star. Um, Uranus is, as we just talked, is sudden, shocking, exciting, changing uh, situations. And Uranus rules the collective groups, gatherings, the internet, big tech, anything digital, um, anything with um, friends and groups and all of that. And then Mars is an activator. Mars makes things happen. Mars is anger, fights. Mars is passion, drive, motivation, making things happen. So we all want to be more, um, you know, uh, aware of our surroundings during this time. Um, no need to, like, go into major fear, you know. I mean, they, this could be an attack on the Internet. It could be an attack on people. It's it's hard to say. Um, it could be, um, I don't know. I don't want to really speculate a whole ton on, on the negative side of this. I just want you to be aware, very highly uh, aware during those days, those 10, 11 days. Um, And then the way to utilize this in our own life is to bring Mars together with Uranus by trying to stay in the passionate, driven, and motivated end of that energy and combine that with the higher octave of the collective and our own original unique qualities and what we can do to further, you know, the reinvention process that we are going through. And with Algol, just to try to, you know, take care on a personal level that we're protecting our neck and throats, that we are staying out of major gathering arenas, um, that we are careful, you know, with anything that we're approaching online with people, you know, so we don't get into fights and that kind of thing and just get through that. (laughs) All right. So number seven is Neptune. In 2024, Neptune will move between 25 degrees and 29 degrees of Pisces. 
So it's in its own sign. Again, it's been in this sign since 2011. It's a very long process, but it, we're at the tail end of this story now in the next couple of years. Um, and, you know, Neptune is how we are inspired. It is how we are delusional. <laughs> it is that kind of, you know, surreal energy that motivates the artists and the romantics and the spiritual, um, but can be foggy or confusing and deluding at the same time, depending on the aspects it's under. So some of the time we're feeling really amazing with this and we're getting some of the most powerful downloads of our lifetime with this stuff. And then sometimes we can feel a little lost in this energy. And so we just have to kind of go with the flow with this. It is amazing for the inspiration that it is giving the artists and the romantics and the spirituals. And it is also very amazing with, you know, how it's trying to redefine institutions through this period um, to slowly dissolve away and rebirth in some way. Um, and, you know, taking our time to kind of feel this out. It is a karmic energy, and it can be tied to past lives. It can be tied to our dream state. It is how we download messages from the other side. And so, you know, we want to pay attention to where this is going to play out the strongest for us in this year. So for Aries, it plays out through artistic pursuits, through your romantic life, through your spiritual practices or psychic abilities. It plays out with institutions. It plays out through research and development. For Taurus, it plays out with friends. It plays out with groups and gatherings and the Internet. It plays out um, with astrology or charities or parties or events. And it also plays out around your own aspirations and original projects. For cancer, it plays out on the career front or with your personal life goals or with higher up authority type people. With Gemini, or sorry, with cancer, it plays out with any travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, uh, ceremonial, uh, religious, or political themes. For Leo, it plays out financially um, or sexually or reproductively, or with a birth, or a death, or a divorce, or with third-party situations. For Virgo, it plays out with partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, or other important relationships. For Libra, it plays out with your work, your health, your animals, your paperwork, your coworkers, or hired help. For Scorpio, it plays out creatively with creative endeavors. It plays out with your kids. It plays out with your love life and or lover. And it plays out recreationally for you. With Sagittarius, it plays out at home or about your home or with moves, renovations, real estate deals, or with your family or parents or roommates. Um, through your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers. It also, Capricorn, um, is playing out with siblings, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, uh, any short trips or local activities. For Aquarius, it plays out through income situations or with your purchases or your products or possessions and how you are being valued. For Pisces, it plays out 
through you, through how you are physically showing up, how, what's going on with your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity, what's going on with um, your own needs through those realms. So there you have that one. All right. So number eight is Pluto. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm saving the good ones here for the last part, right? So Pluto. Pluto is just literally death and transformation. It wants to come into a situation, raise it down to the ground, and rebirth you like a phoenix rising from the ashes. It wants to empower you by deep, profound changes. It has been in Capricorn since 2008. It is going to be in Capricorn until January 20th of 2024, and then it will come back September 1st through November 17th. The rest of the time in 2024, Pluto is going to be in Aquarius, the new field it's getting ready to merge into for good. So from January 20th until September 1st, it is going to be in Aquarius. And then on November 17th of this year, it moves into Aquarius and will not leave until the year 2044. So we're going to have about 20 years of it in Aquarius. Okay. So Pluto, the financial systems, you know, Wall Street, the banks, um, what we borrow, uh, what's going on with our credit cards, our loans, our debt, our inheritance, taxes, insurance, investments, settlements, alimony, child support, partners, money, etc. Any kind of outside financial resources ruled by Pluto. Um, it rules power and control. It rules jealousy and manipulation. It rules um, sex and intimacy. It rules reproduction and death. It rules divorce, um, and things that play out in three-party three situations, so you and two other people in any kind of combination, right? So we can see these themes coming in in the Capricorn arena during those dates I gave, which means, you know, we're really start, we're trying to see deep changes with our authority figures with leadership, with our own authority in situations, with our goals, with um, status and fame, with career and things that are elevating or ambitious in our life. And then in Aquarius, this is the sign of the collective. This is the sign of groups and gatherings, the sign of friends and associates of the internet and big tech, of astrology and charities of our original projects, our freedoms, and our aspirations. So Pluto is coming in. It wants to deconstruct and rebirth. It's going to bring these topics that it rules into these territories. And then, you know, by November 19th, we are definitely going to be in this for the long haul. Um, so the first part, when we're in Aquarius, January 1st through the 20th, and then September 1st through November 19th, I'm sorry, that's when we're in Capricorn. Did I say that right? I don't know. Um, so when we're in Capricorn during that time, Aries, you know, this is the last of the big push 
to deconstruct and rebirth you in some way about your goals in life, about your career or status, or what's happening with a parent, boss, director, teacher, mentor, or other authority figure. For Taurus, it's taking those themes and pushing you through the last of the deep change involving your belief system, any travel or relocation at a distance, anything legal that you're signing, any educational pursuits, media marketing, or ceremonial interests. For Gemini, it is taking those goals, the career, the status, the authority figures, and the deep changes here in your life and playing it out through your financial realm or through something sexual or intimate or with a birth, death, or divorce or third-party situation. For cancer, it's playing out through relationships. So as you're dealing with partners or clients or specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, for Leo, the Capricorn phase uh, is the last of this push when it comes to your health, your work, your animals, your paperwork, coworkers, or hired help for Virgo with lovers, kids, creative projects, or recreation for um, Libra, home, moves, renovations, real estate deals, family, parents, or roommates. Um, for Scorpio, your talks, ideas, meetings, interviews, sales, writing, or offers or in the more physical side of it, Scorpio, with what's happening with brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, uh, short trips, or local activities. For Sagittarius, what's going on with your income, purchases, products, or possessions. For Capricorn, what's going on with your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title. You've been hosting Pluto since 2008. You're about done and graduating and should get some rewards in this year ahead because of that. For Aquarius, uh, what's going on um, behind the scenes with addictions, bad habits, secrets, deceptions, institutions, research, development, karmically or with anything artistic, romantic, or spiritual. For Pisces, what's going on with friends, groups, associates, the internet, astrology, charity, parties, events, gatherings, or your own aspirations or original projects. So, when we are in Aquarius with Pluto, from January 20th to September 1st, it's a big preview before it's in altogether. And then November 19th for the next 20 years. So this is big, okay? And it's new and it's fresh and it's really going to be powerful here. So Aries, deep, profound changes, deconstructing and rebirthing um, in more empowered ways. Um, through your friends, your associates, your group affiliations, what you do online, what you do with astrology, charities, parties, events, or gatherings, and or what you what is happening now with your own aspirations, freedoms, or original projects. With Taurus, what's happening with personal goals, career, status, fame, or authority figures in that story. For Gemini, what's happening with media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, higher education, legal agreements, travel, distant situations, ceremonies, religion, or politics. For cancer, what's happening with loans, debt, inheritance, taxes, insurance, investments, settlements, alimony, or any other financial realm, or anything having to do with your sex life, reproductive life, a birth, a death, a divorce, or third-party story. For Leo, what is happening with partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, or other important relationships. 
For Virgo, what's happening with work, health, animals, paperwork, coworkers, hired help. Um, for uh, Libra, what's happening with your love life, your kids, your creative projects, or recreational pursuits. For Scorpio, what's happening at home with family, moves, renovations, real estate deals, parents, or roommates. For Sagittarius, what is happening with your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your offers, your interviews, your decisions, and also what's possibly uh, what's happening with brothers, sisters, neighbors, um, moves, your uh, local activities, or short trips to nearby places. All right, for... um, Sorry, I lost the page for a second. I lost my notes. (laughs) Um, For, I don't know who, I thought I was just talking about Scorpio. I think I was. No, I was talking about Sag. Okay. Um, For Capricorn, for income, purchases, products, or possessions. For Aquarius. It's all about you. You're starting to host Pluto. This is you deconstructing the old version of yourself and rebirthing yourself in some new empowered way over the course of the next 20 years. Um, You're the one who's going to be hosting this powerful energy. Focus on your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity. For Pisces, this is playing out now in the 12th house. Um, So the deep, profound changes and empowerment through art, music, film, poetry, dance, your romantic life, your spiritual life, anything um, having to do with secrets or bad habits or addictions with institutions, research, or development. All right, number nine, (laughs) we are at um, the north node of destiny and the south node, the karmic south node. So they travel opposite each other. We have the North Node of Destiny spending this year in Aries. It will move, it moves backwards. So it's moving from 21 degrees down to six degrees of Aries through this year. And the South Node will be traveling from 21 degrees down to six degrees of Libra. The North Node is how we move ourselves forward. It's where destiny and fate show up to meet us if we are focusing here. And things can happen that are new and on the horizon. The South Node pulls into past life talents, um, past life people. It can be about letting go of something. It can be about rebalancing the give and take in a situation. So with the North Node in Aries, that focus on the future is about when we are focused on our body, our image, our brand, our name, our title, our identity, and our ego, what is driving that. The South Node, where we are either focusing on the past life, letting go of something, or rebalancing the karmic give and take is playing out with partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, or other important relationships, or when it comes to balance, justice, or higher aesthetics in our life. So Aries, North Node Forward is focusing on yourself. South Node, rebalancing, letting go, or past life is about those key relationships for you. 
Taurus, the North Node forward is how you're showing up artistically, romantically, or spiritually. What you are willing to do about bad habits, addictions, or secrets, or what you are doing with institutions or research and projects behind the scenes. South Node, where you are either letting go of something or dealing with past life stuff, or rebalancing the karmic give and take has to do with work, health, or animals, paperwork, coworkers, or hired help. For Gemini, the North Node direction towards the future has to do with how you are showing up for yourself personally, physically, um, with friends, groups, associates, online, with astrology, charities, parties, events, or gatherings, or about your own aspirations or original projects. And the south node where you are either dealing with past life stuff, rebalancing karmic give and take, or letting go of something has to do with your creative endeavors, love life, lover, kids, or recreational pursuits. Cancer pulling you towards your future where fate and destiny may show up for you has to do how you are showing up for your own personal goals, your career, your status, your fame, and or with higher up authority figures. The south node where you may be letting go, rebalancing karmic give and take, or focusing on past life matters is playing out through your home, move, renovation, real estate deal, family, parents, or roommates. Leo, the north node of destiny calling you towards your future where faded things may occur for you are when you are showing up for media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, higher education, legal agreements, travel, foreign, distant interests, ceremonies, religion, or politics. And the south node where you are rebalancing the karmic give and take, dealing with the past life, or letting go of something is playing out through your talks and meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your siblings, your neighbors, your vehicles, your electronics, or your local activities or short trips to nearby places. Virgo, the north node of destiny, which is calling you towards your future, is playing out in financial realms through your sex life, through your reproductive needs, a divorce, uh, mortality issues that you're facing, or anything with third-party situations. And the south node where you are letting go, rebalancing karmic give and take, or dealing with past life interests is playing around your personal income, your purchases, your products, or your possessions. For Libra, the north node of destiny is calling you towards your future as you show up for your own needs with partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, competitors, or advocates. And the south node where you are rebalancing something karmically or letting go of something or dealing with past life interest has to do with what's going on with you, your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity, or your personal needs. For Scorpio, the North Node of Destiny is showing up on the work front with coworkers or hired help, with paperwork, with your health or animals. And the South Node, where you may be letting go or rebalancing karmic give and take or dealing with past life interests, has to do with institutions, research, secrets, addictions, artistic, romantic, or spiritual realms. For Sagittarius, the north node of destiny is calling you towards your future through your creative projects or interests through children through your love life and or a lover or through recreational pursuits in 2024 and the south node where you may let go or rebalance karmic give and take or 
deal with something uh, past life is playing out with friends, groups, the internet, astrology, charities, parties, events, gatherings, your own aspirations or original projects. For Capricorn, the North Node of Destiny is calling you towards your future through home, real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, or roommates. And the South Node, where you may be letting go of something or rebalancing the karmic give and take or dealing with the past life, is going to play out on the career front or with some big goal that you have this year or with a boss, a parent, a judge, a director, a teacher, mentor, or other authority figure. For Aquarius, the North Node of Destiny will be calling you towards your future as you show up for your own interests in your talks and meetings and sales, with your writing, interviews, auditions, with your offers, proposals, and decisions, as well as with your brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. The south node where you may be letting go, rebalancing karmic give and take, or dealing with something past life is playing out through travel, distant, legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political realms. For Pisces, the north node of destiny is calling you forward to step up towards your own goals and interests as it pertains to your income, purchases, products, or possessions. And the south node where you may be letting go of something or um, rebalancing karmic give and take or dealing with a past life scenario is playing out in other financial realms or with your sex life, reproductive needs with a divorce, a birth, a death, or a third-party situation. All right, so number 10 in our year ahead. Number 10 is Chiron. So Chiron is our wounded healer. Chiron is where we have soul wounds and vulnerabilities that we are dealing with and where because we we move into a better understanding of those wounds and vulnerabilities. We then can flip the story and start to help teach or heal others through that personal understanding of it. Okay. So it has two sides, very two distinct sides to it in Aries. It's personal or it's physical or it has to, you know, so it could be something going on with our body, something with our brand, our name, our title, our identity in life. Um, It could be something we're physically passionately involved in. It could be about our own needs and desires. So for Aries, this is focused on you, just straight up. It's about your body and what's been happening here to heal old wounds and help you step into your guru, teacher, healer nature in a personal or physical way. For Taurus, it's playing out around addictions, bad habits, secrets, institutions, research and development, recuperative time, or where you are with your artistic, romantic, or spiritual life. For Gemini, it's playing out with friends, groups, the internet, astrology, charities, parties, events, gatherings, or your own aspirations and original projects. For cancer, it's playing out on the career front or with your personal life goals or with your status or fame or with any higher-up authority figures. For Leo, it's playing out with travel, distant, legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political matters. For Virgo, it's playing out in the financial realms or with your sex life, reproductive needs, anything with divorce or births or deaths or third-party stories. 
For Libra, it's playing out through one-on-ones with partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, playing out through work, health, animals, paperwork, coworkers, hired help. For Sagittarius, through your creative endeavors, the kids, the lover, your love life, or anything recreational. Through Capricorn, with your home, moves, renovations, real estate deals, your family, your parent, or roommate. For (coughs) Aquarius, through your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers or decisions, as well as anything happening with brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. And for Pisces, with what's going on with personal income, purchases, products, possessions, your values, or how you're being valued. So for all of us, we really need to look at how do we fit into these stories is there something that we feel vulnerable or wounded about that we can heal? Is there a potential for us to teach or heal others through those realms, through our own understanding of vulnerabilities or wounds? And there you have it. So last, I would just say that I want to reiterate the biggest time periods of our year. There is January 20th. When Pluto exits Capricorn and moves into Aquarius, this is just introducing the massive changes. It is the beginning of our preview that runs until September 1st and then comes back in November and we go in for 20 years. So there may be something. It's an out-of-planet. Who knows? Um, that is about the collective or big tech or the internet or, you know, the finances, the sexuality, deaths, births, third-party stories um, that comes to light in the days around January 20th. Then April, the whole month, it's huge. (laughs) We have Mercury retrograding there throughout that month. We have the eclipse, the second great American eclipse, that crosses the country after a seven-year period and launches us into some new direction. Um, Both of those things are happening in Aries, which makes it very personal or physical. And then we have Jupiter and Uranus coming together on the 21st of April, bringing major outer planets together involving something very big, expansive, uh, growth-oriented about our happiness or prosperity with something sudden, shocking, collective, online, big tech, (laughs) social, uh, that is meant to launch us forward in the sign of Taurus, which has to do with our money, our food, our our income, well, that's money, our uh, possessions, our products, our purchases. So we could see some kind of massive thing happening then. The third one is in July, July 6th through the 16th, where everyone needs to be a little bit more cautious when we have Mars, Uranus, and Algol coming together, not looking the best um, as far as some kind of event during that time that could shake things up pretty badly, um, but do lean into, in a personal way, you know, starting things that are innovative and being courageous and being active about what it is we want. And then September 1st through November 19th, when Pluto is in Capricorn for the very last time in our lifetimes, Um, 
you know, this is obviously in the U.S. over election period. If there is an election this year, this is very destructive. This is a, this is the third party hidden hand. This is, um, you know, about power and the last dying gasps of, you know, what has been in power for a ver- for hundreds of years <laughs> and is now, you know, at the last of Pluto doing his business here to deconstruct and rebirth when it comes to power, leadership, uh, the establishment, um, you know, what's at the top of the pyramid, more or less. And so those, you know, that two and a half month period is going to be incredibly intense. And if you add to that, you know, Jupiter in, in Gemini at that time of the year, Oh, my God, you know, the rhetoric is going to be so over the top and so political media driven foreign, you know, um, that we're just in for one heck of a time during that period. But, um, you know, just remember, we've all been through this since 2008 (laughs) and we're at the very this is the, the very last end of it. And so as crazy as it gets, it then moves into Aquarius on November 19th and we start to move into the new story. So. I wish everybody um, a very amazing 2024. Remember that we all chose to be here on the earth for this transition between the age of Pisces and the age of Aquarius. And it's happening now. And nobody said it was going to be, you know, a day at the beach. But we're here for it. And that must mean that we're capable and meant to be here for it. Um, So we just want to show up and shine our light. I mean, do it every single day in any way that you can. I know some days are harder than others. But do it because that's what stops the darkness. All right. I wish you guys a great one, and I'll talk to you on the weekly. All right. Bye-bye.